Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I really want to talk about the submissive male's mind. And because a submissive male's mind is really, really what I kind of consider very hidden, very private. It's a great privilege to be asked by a couple to come in and fulfill their sexual desires. There's something about watching their partner get fucked that's hot. It's that voyeurism. I'm thinking back, and I think the last time I watched porn with a partner, like in the same room, was with Goldie. I haven't talked about it since, but it's really, really a great sex toy. You think I really want to fuck him, or I should fuck him. I don't know that I've come across a lot of guys that are like, oh yeah, dry jack me. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. How is everybody doing? Happy Tuesday, guys. Did you get a chance to listen to last Saturday's episode? I had a special guest on, somebody that has been, actually, he's been on the show more than anybody. And he's one of those guests. You either love him or you hate him. And he was on again. And so I would absolutely ask that everybody go and listen to that episode. Give me your feedback because I'd really love it. I (laughs) I always have a good time when he's on and it's just funny. He's just one of those polarizing guests. So I would really like to know, you know, send me your voicemails, send me your emails. I've already gotten (laughs) quite a bit, whether you're in the love camp or hate camp, it's okay. But voicemail or email, it'd be just, it'd just be fun to know. And it's somebody that I I like a whole lot, but some people just really, really don't. So I find that so interesting. You know, my listeners, you guys, you either just love him or hate him. So it's been a while. He's back on and I would love for you to give me your insights. All right. Well, let's move on to what I want to cover today. I'll tell you, as I'm recording this episode, I'm I'm getting ready for Nico to come over later on. And hopefully we'll do a recording. I told him, I was like, you know what? You don't get to come over here and not do a recording with me. You know, like, I don't give a shit if you have blue balls. That's your problem. (laughs) So I finally kind of like said, hey, I want to do this episode. I really want to talk about the submissive male's mind. And because a submissive male's mind is really, really what I kind of consider very hidden, very private. It's just not stuff that's really readily talked about. 
or at least in my travels, I don't see guys raising their hands saying, Hey, I want to be submissive. And Hey, this is why. Now, as I've explored my own submissiveness, I understand the absolute strength in that. That's not a weak position. But when you hear the word submissive, by definition, you think they're the weaker one. But when it's in a dominant submissive dynamic, that's a power dynamic. So it's not the same as you would normally think about it. And that means that really almost the submissive has, well, almost more power, really, because they're the first one that can kind of call it off. Actually, technically, it's really 50-50, but it does get a little misconstrued, I think, in social media and throughout just various, well, yeah, various websites and social media and the, just the, the public-facing representation of it makes, it kind of gives that word and that term a bad name, but it's not. In my opinion, it's really about somebody be, having the strength to say, this is what I want. This is what I desire. This is what I need. So I'm really looking forward to doing that interview with him later on tonight. And then hopefully I'll, uh, you know, if he's lucky, then if he's a good boy, then he'll get his just rewards. But in the meantime, guys, what I really want to talk about is I want to answer some questions. I've been getting some really good voicemails and I get a lot of great voicemails. And I really want to stay on top of these because your questions and your comments are so valuable. And I love that you take the time to either send me an email or a voicemail. And a lot of this stuff is so valid. And it just brings light to what's really going on out there in behind closed doors and in people's sex lives. And it's so, so important. So here's the first one. This is from A. And let me give this a play here. Okay, here it is. Layla, how are you doing? Love the recent podcast, especially the last one. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine about that. Yeah, I had one interesting situation that I was going to share with you and maybe get your feedback on it. So I have been, uh, I was contacted on Field Felt, never know how to pronounce that app, a couple of months ago by this young couple who were looking into fulfilling their hot wife fantasy. We spoke for about two months and, you know, then we finally met and kind of everybody got on, you know, got, got going in the right direction and, and things kind of hit it off. So we agreed to this play date right before Thanksgiving. And the one thing that we had discussed is the husband did not, was not into humiliation. And it, these are, he's 25, she's 27, right? I'm much older. I'm, you know, almost twice their age. I'm actually twice his age. But as we kind of started this conversation, the one thing that he specifically said is that he did not, he was not into humiliation. He did not want to be cucked, which is great for me because I am not, uh, I really am not into humiliation. So we set all the rules, we set a safe word, and we talked about what we wanted to do, what everybody wanted. The play date time came. The first half of the play date, the first hour went great. Everybody, you know, he got a chance to video and get off. She got off multiple times. I got off. We took a break and I went to the restroom and I came back and we kind of started round two and 
about 15, I would say maybe 20 minutes into round two, she was riding me reverse cowgirl. So I couldn't see him. I could only see her back and her ass, which beautiful ass. But out of nowhere, she started verbally humiliating him. Like, I mean, hardcore humiliation. Like some of the things that she was saying were, well, I kind of, I thought maybe they had come to an agreement or they had changed the rules on me uh, while I went to the restroom in between. But then I looked around her and her husband was in tears. I mean, like he, you could tell he was visibly shaken. So I used the safe word and we stopped and I, um, she was kind of upset and she went into the restroom asking me why, you know, we had stopped. I kind of went over to her husband and tried to console him and, and ask him if everything was okay. Needless to say, we ended the play date. Since then, she wrote a, a message to apologize that, you know, it was kind of a spur of the moment that she was sorry that it happened. Uh, her husband messaged me and thanking me for, for kind of using the safe word and consoling him and, and being on his corner. All that is kind of, again, you know, sometimes things happen, maybe. But what's weird is they just contacted me together again yesterday, and they said that there were some things that they wanted to do that were, you know, unfulfilled. Like, you know, she wanted to do anal, and um, there's other things that, that we had agreed that we would, you know, that she wanted to try. And that they don't, they're not happy that how it ended, and so they're wondering if we could go... Uh, do this again and they agreed that you know she says that you know she agrees to follow all the rules and my question for you before i run out of time here is is would you give them a second chance or i don't know i'm kind of leery that she's gonna humiliate them a second time i just don't know there's something there that just i don't know quite doesn't sit right i don't know but I know you're a person that says you'll try everything three times before you say no. And I'm just wondering, um, what are your thoughts? Would you give this couple a second chance? Um, I have great chemistry with her, but I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on this situation. So hope you're having a great day and we'll talk soon. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Okay. A. Here's, oof, this is kind of a very juicy one. All right. And it's interesting because we're kind of coming off of the, someone that's, that wants to be cucked. There's so many different, first of all, there's just, my goodness, in the world of sexuality, in the world of people being submissive, where there's power exchange dynamics, there's so many variables. We've got stag vixen, we've got cuck queen, we've got, or cuck keen, I don't know how it's pronounced actually. You know, and then you have just kind of like your standard DS dynamics. So there's a lot going on. And, and then depending on which gender is in which role really kind of switches it up. But so for this one, I find this very interesting. Number one, obviously, it's a great privilege to be asked by a couple to come in and fulfill their sexual desires and what they're looking for and 
all this hot fun. And I've been on both sides. I've been the one to come in and fulfill the sexual desires, like with Jack and Jill, you know, be a third and have that dynamic, which is really, really fascinating. And then I've also been, I guess, acquainted with, with a guy that wants to be cucked. And, you know, when I go back to Clark, like the cucking and, you know, the cuck holding and that kind of stuff where, where they do want to be degraded. And that can be, that can be really shocking if you're not used to it. It's for me in the beginning, it was like, what, you know, you want me to do what? I didn't understand the compersion component and how all these dynamics work. So, you know, just listening to your voicemail, A, what it sounds like is it sounds like you have a couple that's not clear on what they want. It sounds like he wants to be a stag vixen couple where he gets off on watching her be pleased. And there's a lot of guys that this is so common. I mean, there there's a lot of guys. I mean, and I'm talking about macho guys. There's nothing wrong with them. These are full on guys, full of testosterone, all that. But there's something about watching their partner get fucked. That's hot. It's that voyeurism. It's like that live porn thing. And so, you know, if I relate that back to my experience, like with Jack and Jill, for Jill, she wasn't a cuck queen. She didn't want to be humiliated. She didn't, there was no diversity in the power between the two of them. Everything was mutual. Everything was agreed on, but she loved to watch him fuck other women. And she just kind of really said like, this, he's full of testosterone. And that was one of the things she loves about him. And she's just like, he loves to fuck. I love watching him fuck. She loved watching him from a third party point of view. She knows what it's like for her. And she just loved seeing that. And it was a turn on for her. And there were a couple things, you know, role plays and things that we did where, you know, she was a little bit more denied, but she wasn't humiliated. She was just denied. It was like me sort of taunting and teasing her a little bit, you know, where I was like, oh, you love watching your fiance. Fuck me. And, you know, his dick's going in me. And I'd be like right over her, like growling in her ear. And she's sitting in a chair blindfolded and he's behind me, fucking me. And I'm, we're right there and she can feel him thrusting. She, all this stuff, you know, and it's, that's super, super erotic. But these are all things that we mutually agree on with very, very clear boundaries. And it sounds like this couple, and maybe, you know, partially because they're younger, you know, this is no fault on them, but it sounds like they had an agreement and maybe she went past that. He said, I don't want to be cucked. And it sounds like from your message that that was their agreement, but maybe she really does want to cuck him and she's not sure which way to go. It's kind of an interesting thought here. I'll tell you, I know when it first came to me, when it was first presented to me, this cuck holding situation, this, this power dynamic where he wanted to be submissive which didn't resonate with me in the very, very beginning when I first started all of this. This, Like I said, all of this was really, really new to me. And it sounds like this couple, I'm going to assume from their age, they're probably new to all of this experimenting and stuff. And he's probably saying like, he probably just has a desire to want to see her fuck someone else. And that's hot for him. That's his live porn. It's like live porn. That's what Jill would say. It's like, 
I love porn, but this is like live porn. And then also, you know, watching your partner doing something to someone else while you're right there in the room and it, there's, you get the compersion factor and then he gets to reclaim her. And there, there was all this stuff that they would do when the fucking and stuff when I wasn't there. And so they're the primary relationship. I'm coming in to, to be a part of that and fulfill my needs, but also theirs. I mean, they're really kind of more the driving force and it could get sticky, right? When you're not the driving force and they don't know what they want. And clearly to me, based on your voicemail, this is what happened. And he was not happy, right? At that point and how it ended, but absolutely you did the right thing by safe wording out. Good on you. Seriously, because you know what? You're not there to, your part of it also needs to be met. And that's the thing. You're not just this sidebar accessory. And I'm not saying that that's how they made, that's what they were thinking, but it sounds a little bit to me like this is just a, an immature couple. They don't have their shit together entirely. I'm not trying to make them out to be bad people or anything like that. I'm just saying they have a little more work to do when it comes to being a really unified couple and what they want and what they don't want and what their boundaries are. And so then coming back to you and after you really are trying to follow the rules, the problem is if they keep moving the goalpost, right? And you don't know, you're going on what they've said and you're really trying to honor that. And like I said, I'm really proud of you for that. And I, good on you. And that's a, honestly, that's an age thing. You're mature. You get it. They're a little immature. And so then to come back to you and say, well, there were some things that were unfulfilled on her part and they want more time. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm sort of torn on this one. My gut instinct says no. It doesn't sit right with me. And I don't, I don't give second chances, but you know, that's really your decision. I mean, you're a grown up, you're mature and you're an adult and you're going to have to kind of read the room. Again, I would say, I think if I'm being honest, I think what's really exciting for you is, you know, she's a hot piece of ass and, you know, it's very exciting. And I totally understand that. Like I get it. But when there's a lack of maturity between two people, and then you come in as a third, it just, things are going to go sideways. And so you have to sort of base some decisions on based on results, you can reasonably predict the outcome for the next scenario. And so I would just say that, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, my gut says, I think because, you know, in his mind, because there's this age difference, he thinks you're a safe bet. And for probably for her as well. But it sounds to me like you're just getting in the middle of their dysfunction. As hot as that dysfunction is, I understand. But I would say, oh, it's tough. I would, I'm torn for you. I'm really torn for you on this one. But I would kind of say, no, you know what? You need to just maybe have them go out and have some more experiences, work with some other thirds and just maybe if there's a way to leave the door open so that after they've had those experiences, they can come back. But I wouldn't hesitate on your end to be really, really honest with them and just tell them like, 
what you're thinking and whatever, if you say no, tell them why you're saying no, but leave the option for them to come back if they want and see how that goes. But there you go. I mean, that's my, that's my advice on that one. Okay. I hope that helps. Thank you so much for your voicemail. Love you. Okay. Next voicemail. This is from Jay and let's play it. Hello, Layla. It's been a long time since I left you a voicemail, way too long. I listened to today's episode and driving to my office, and now I'm all turned on thanks to you about the porn. But, you know, I listen to these things, and I'm like, I got to take notes on this because there's so many comments I have on the things you talk about. And, of course, your voice is so sexy. So I love to watch porn together wasn't always the case. In fact, there, you know, five to 10 years ago, she was like deathly afraid of porn and didn't want me watching it. But now after all we've been through and the lifestyle we lead now, we just love watching porn together. But you should, if you don't already, maybe try some OnlyFans creators. That's our favorite. And you can find some of them on YouPorn or Pornhub. So if you go to Pornhub, one of our favorites is the Jensen's Play. If you look that up, if you haven't seen them already. But there's so many other great, you know, uh, content creators on um, OnlyFans. And a lot of them are podcasters, too. So we, like, our thing is we will lie in bed on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning and sleep in with coffee. And oh, by the way, we're empty, new empty nesters. Both kids are off in college, so we can leave the door open and walk around naked. But we'll sit in bed and lie next to each other and put some porn on the television in our bedroom. And I will rub her clit and all the pussy with my right hand, and she'll have her left hand on my cock. And a couple weeks ago, she got so turned on. And our sex life is better now than it's ever been. But she got, you know, she used to not come all that easily or often. And a couple weeks ago, she was so turned on watching the porn. And then I could tell she just wanted to be fucked. I started fucking her, and we use this Duet Pro that we have been enjoying for, like, a year now, thanks to you. She absolutely loves it. She came in, like, ten seconds after I started fucking her. It was amazing. And uh, last weekend, we had another video up of this Sixum by, I don't know if you know the Monogamish Marriage, but they have, they're podcasters, they have an amazing OnlyFans, and we were watching this Sixum swingers thing that they had they had this video we bought and we were playing it while we were fucking and it was like we were there fucking with them it was amazing so those are my thoughts on that and lastly i've been meaning to say this to you for a long time is eric everhard have you thought about having a session with him because I think you should. Because every time we've heard him on there, it sounds like you really want to fuck him. So, thoughts. Love you. Thank you for everything you do. Uh, look forward to hearing back. 
thank you so much, Jay, for bringing this to my attention because you know what? I haven't done this in a long time. I've just been solo porn watching and it's actually really hot. It's underestimated watching stuff together and maybe more people do this. I watch porn, but I haven't watched it in a while with someone. I'm thinking back and I think the last time I watched porn with with a partner like in the same room was with Goldie. My goodness. And so that's that has to be at least a year or a year and a half ago. Yeah, I think a year and a half ago. Holy shit. Okay. So I haven't watched porn in a while with another partner. And it's fun because it really is, doesn't it? I mean, it gets you going and you're all hot and bothered. I love that you're empty nesters. I love that you guys are watching this together. I so recommend that people do this with their partners. It is so, it's fucking hot and it's thrilling. And you know what? It also, I think it really helps people with communication issues or if they're shy or they just don't know how to bring something up. A lot of times people ask me, you know, how can I get my partner interested in, you know, X, Y, and Z? And you just need to watch a little porn together and just flip around and maybe you can, oh my goodness, you can innocently land on what you like and what you want them to see. And then you can get their gauge, their reaction. Usually it's going to be very, very positive. And I just think porn can be such a valuable instrument to use as part of your play with your partner or just solo. I mean, I talk about it all the time on this show. Like, I freaking love porn. I just recently got into, I found, I stumbled on, what was it? It's called something like Mommy Wants to Breed or yeah, something like that. Mommy Wants to Breed or it's basically older women who want to be bred by younger guys. <laughs> That's the premise. And then they have all these other genres underneath that. But just like, it's kind of the, where the women are a little more cougar-esque or predatory and they're convincing. It's like stepmommy convinces stepson to fuck her and breed her, but the breeding part. And then I did watch this one. Oh my God, it was so hot where the mom, the stepmom is fucking the stepson. And then the dad comes home. And so he stepson has to hide in the bathroom. And then dad sees her or her dad slash husband sees her in bed. You know, she's just like kind of trying to sit there innocently naked. I mean, you know, like these, these things are all very poorly written, but then he starts fucking her and then he comes inside of her and leaves and stepson comes out of the bathroom and starts fucking her. And they show that she's got cum coming out of her and he just fucks her and then stuffs it back in there and then comes inside of her. Oh, oh my God. So hot. Like I just lost my mind with that. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I have some partners that are totally down for that. And I'm just all about it. So again, I think that there's definitely porn can be so much fun and so positive when you're using it together and also solo, but just, you know, especially together. Oh my gosh. It's so much fun. It gets you, it does get you extra, extra turned on. And I totally understand Jay, why, why your wife was just so turned on and just ready to come. I know that feeling like you're watching this shit and you're with someone else and you're just, it's building up as a woman, like it's building up inside you. And that's your foreplay. Like that 
gets you going and you're just, I get it. Like I've had moments where I'm like, oh my God, just put your dick in me. I'm going to come in two seconds flat. And by the way, I love that duet pro. I'm so glad that you guys got that. And I'm so happy that you heard that on my show. It is the best. Guys, you have to go to Love Crave and get the duet pro. It is so good. Oh my gosh. It's like these two little, it's, it's low profile. It's like these two little rabbit ears. They just kind of like you, they go right between your clit on either side of your clit actually. And oh my gosh, it's fantastic. That thing doesn't get enough credit. I need to talk about that more, but I know I've done several, I brought it up several times, but this was years ago. I haven't talked about it since, but it's really, really a great sex toy and it's low profile. It's not loud and it's kind of aesthetically pleasing. Everything that Love Crave does is really, really beautiful. They have great products. Check it out, guys. You'll love it. And then lastly, Jay, to talk about your question about Eric Everhart. Oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. As I was doing my mommy loves, mommy wants to be bred, somehow when you watch those and then they suggest other things, I clicked on something else and it was Eric with like a, in this sort of a, a cut queen scenario where this girl, you know, there was two girls and she wanted to sit and watch her boyfriend, you know, who was Eric fuck this other girl. And oh my God, I'm just telling you, like I watch him and I watch the details of what he does. Oh, hot damn. He does know women's bodies. He knows how to fuck. He knows how to eat pussy. I mean, he's really, really good. And I, I you always, Pete, you're not the first person to say that, that you think I really want to fuck him or I should fuck him. A number one, I really like him just as a person. He's been on so many times and I respect him and what he's doing. And I just think he's just, you know, he's really good at his craft. He's honed his craft. His craft is fucking, his craft is pussy eating. His craft is being intuitive and listening to women's bodies and really reading them. And I think the proof is in the pudding when you watch his porn and I've watched, you know, I, I don't consider myself the porn expert, but I have over the years, I've watched enough porn that I can say like this guy really knows what the fuck he's doing. And I think a number one, he has a girlfriend B I just don't think that, you know, and he lives in another country and I would almost be a little intimidated to fuck him. <laughs> Not going to lie. I, I just, I'm like, Ooh, this guy really knows what he's doing. And he's a connoisseur of pussies. And I just wouldn't want to be rated as like a, if we fucked, I'd be so worried that he'd be like, yeah, you're all right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> which I don't think I, I think I'm fucking damn good, but I'm just saying like it is, it's a, he's probably the first person that would probably really intimidate me a little bit just because of his reputation. And I should take that back. There's definitely lovers I've had that sort of intimidate me in a fun way and on a fun level, but I would be a little nervous with him. And I know you're, believe me, you're not the first one to say like, oh, please fuck him. You should fuck him. Like, I think you want to fuck him. You guys would be good fucking together. I don't know. You know, if I had my chance, would I do it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I might just have to, just because to say I fucked him. I mean, yeah, that would sort of be sport fucking in a way, I guess, just prize fucking. I don't know what you call it, like big game fucking. 
<laughs> so yeah, we'll see. But thank you so much for your voicemail. I really, really appreciate it. And keep me posted because I always love your updates and I love to know what's going on and I appreciate you listening. Okay. So I have, let's see, this next voicemail is from, oh, it's a woman and she wants to, oh, she's got some good advice for me. I love this. I love good advice. I love when my listeners say, hey, I'm having a problem and they know just how to solve it. And this is fascinating because I absolutely didn't know about this. So let's play this. And this is from Kay. Here it is. Hi, Layla. I'm so excited. I just discovered your podcast within the last couple of weeks. Um, and I've been listening to it while I work. So I know, super naughty. I am wanting to send you a message first and foremost to say that your podcast is so fun. And, uh, really makes things spicy. I've, I've just, I sit at my desk and I, I giggle and my, my boyfriend, he um, often looks back and just smiles because he knows I'm listening. And so I tell him about it too. <laughs> anyway, so I have so much that I would love to share with you, but I'm super excited because I was just listening and I had to pause um, your last podcast. <laughs> I had to pause to send you this voicemail and you're with HK you're talking about how you forgot your your lubricant and you're just spitting into your hand over and over again. And so I'm just wanting to share with you about a new product. <laughs> it's literally brand new. It just came out like this year. It's called the V-Back and that's V hyphen B-A-K. Um, it is a lubricating disbursement disc. This disc is, you put it, it's really cool, much like a like a menstrual disc, but it has holes in it. You put lubricant inside of it, and then you put it inside of your vagina. And as your body heats up the lubricant, it disperses slowly through these holes so that your entire vaginal wall is lubricated, not just the exterior, which is sometimes what we have. And so... Really super easy, makes, uh, makes life so much easier if you are needing that extra. Then before you go to your partner's house, you just pop it in and go and be worry-free. And then the whole mess-free and not having to stop in the middle of pleasure to reapply, that, that's gone with this. So anyway, I'm su super excited and just wanted to share that with you. And so it's uh, my VBAC and should be, the website is myvback.com and Melissa's Secret is uh, the company name. So anyway, I'm super excited. I hope that you find that really helpful. Can't wait to keep listening and have a great day. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Okay. I love that you listen at work. So let me clarify kind of the spitting thing. So what happened there was it was for, wasn't pussy lubrication, actually. It was just jacking off lubrication. And I was jacking him off and I didn't have any lube. And I forgot to pack it. It was just an oversight. Normally I'm like super good about packing my bag, putting everything in there. Well, I forgot the lube. And as we started to mess around, I'm realizing, oh shit. And I it was all about jacking him off and I didn't have any lube. So nobody wants to be dry jacked. I mean, 
I guess you can. I, I don't, it's my opinion. I don't know that I've come across a lot of guys that are like, oh yeah, dry jack me. No, they want some lubrication. And I think it's probably different when they're masturbating themselves. It's probably a preference whether they, they lubricate, put some lubrication in their hand, lotion or whatever they do. But that's, they're touching themselves. So they know it's like me touching my clit dry. Like I know, I know how to touch it, but it definitely feels better when there's lubrication there because things just slide better. You don't get chafing. Nobody wants chafing. That's a bad thing. And I kind of felt like for as vigorous as I was being like, I'm like, I'm going to chafe this guy. So I kept spitting and spitting and spitting into my hand so I could jack him off. Now, part of that was actually kind of hot, you know, just the very, very porno-esque, I guess, if you want to call it that. But I was really into it. This was a good jack session. So it went well, all in all, it went well. But I do love your suggestion. And by the way, Kay, I had no idea that this existed. This is fascinating to me. And I did look them up and I'm going to do a little more research on it, but wow, that's so fascinating. So basically it's kind of like you almost like a little diaphragm or something in there with lubricant. Looks like it's got some holes in it. And then the lubricant can come out while you're having sex. And this is so interesting. And I'd have to try it. And I'm kind of curious. I mean, the only thing that I'd be a little bit worried about is, you know, there's sometimes when lubricant for penis to vagina is great when you're for penetrative sex or even fingers, let's just say, is great. Is something going in you is great because sometimes you're really, again, depending on when you're cycling and where you are and all that. You can be wetter or drier. It just, it really just depends. And sometimes depending on fatigue or there's a lot of factors, birth control, there's a lot of stuff that can affect your lubrication and just your normal cycle can do it. And then any sort of other chemicals you have in your body can do it as well. But sometimes I can get over lubricated because I'm naturally getting super lubricated. And then if I add something to that, there's this weird stage where, you know, you need to be able to grip a penis. You need to be able to grip his cock. There has to be a bit of friction. And that helps for me anyway, with coming. And I think it also helps with the guy's stimulation because when you're so, so wet, it's almost like hard to grip. And I think it gives a sensation of your pussy being looser when it's not. It's just that you can't really, it's harder to clamp down and you can't get any traction on it. It's like running in slippery mud, you know, where you're just slipping and slipping and slipping. <laughs> and you're trying so hard because part of what for me anyway, for what I need to do is like, I need to really, really clamp down. And when I'm going to come, or I need to be able to, there's two, I talked about this in another podcast previously. It's like, there's the clamp down phase and that can make me come, but then I can also come by sort of pushing when I, if I push and that sort of makes everything sort of puff up and makes it tighter as well, then you're really, really hitting. It's almost like extending or pushing out my G spot. And then you're really, the, you know, his dick's really, really, really hitting it. And it just depends. But if you're, but 
through both of those, what you need is the friction, a little bit of friction, not too much. I mean, there's, it's, it's really strange because it's a fine line, right? Between being under lubricated, which doesn't feel good because that hurts. And then over lubricated when it's just a freaking slippery hot mess in there and you can't grip or grab anything. And that's just, that's just how it is. So but I'm very curious about this and I'm, you know what, I'm going to try it. I had no idea this existed. So I thank you so much, Kay, for that suggestion. And I hope anybody listening goes to that website and investigates as well. I'm going to actually reach out to them. I think they should be a sponsor on my show. That just sounds fantastic. I feel like there's a lot of people that would benefit from that. So thank you. I just get the best advice from you guys. This is why I love your voicemails. I love your emails. I love interacting with you. You guys give me great ideas for show content. It's weird. You'll say stuff to me. You wouldn't even know it. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I could do an episode about that. I have so much to say on that. Or you suggest a good product like Kay did. So I just really, really appreciate it. Love you guys so, so much. And I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are the reason I do this show. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much and stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Don't be shy. Leave me your voicemails and your emails. Voicemails are super easy. They're my favorite. Won't lie. They're my just, they're just my favorite. You can go to the curiouscrolldiaries.com and click on the pink tab on the right hand side. You have five minutes. I do get back to each and every one of you personally. I always change everybody's voices. If I use your voicemail, which I, the percentage of what gets used to what's submitted is, is small. But if I do use your voicemail, I always change your voice. Some, a lot of these voicemails, by the way, have been edited. Some people will say, hi, you know, this is so-and-so. They say their name. They'll also give details about where they live or something that I feel like is identifying to them. I always edit that stuff out and change your voice. So, you know, you're completely anonymous. You guys know I respect, I'm anonymous. I respect your anonymity. Don't worry, feel free. You can just shoot me a voicemail and you can let it rip, say whatever you want. I promise to be absolutely respectful. And I just love hearing from you and I love your feedback. All right, everyone. Love you guys so much. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend. And make sure you're following me on social media. Also, go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com, and join my subscribers-only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.